Hello, and good morning, or evening, or after, depending on when you're listening to this, good whatever salutation to the time of day that you're, uh, welcome. Just general good good wishes to you. Yes, good, good merriment to you and your kin, I think, is probably the most appropriate sentiment that I'm trying to, how are you doing, Pete? Are you you good? I'm good. I I, I should finish your thought, like, to the people that are, the three people listening, welcome to the Movie Men podcast. There's there's so many, there's three people. Man, (laughs) you've got, like, no... I'm joking. Self-esteem, no... I think your Aunt Susan's listening, so it's at least four. I, that would be pretty cool because i don't have an aunt susan so not that would like not only would that be an additional listener that i wasn't aware of um but i mean my family's growing and i didn't you know it's just exciting um i feel like i haven't seen you in forever it's been a long time we live even though the podcast hopefully is kind of sounding pretty good audio wise we live like two hours apart now and so that's um yeah yeah hopefully yeah hopefully no one can tell Hopefully, yeah. Half sometimes I can't even tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I'm just I'm stalling. Do do I'm not what, do you have housekeeping? What's like what's going on? I do. Right. So before we get into our episode, I'm going to uh, encourage everyone that's listening to please like, follow, and subscribe across all our various platforms. So our listening platforms: iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Um, so when you're done listening today, please. Take the 30 seconds and give us a good review and a good rating. It really helps us and we re- appreciate it on I social mean, media. Oh, and I mean, yeah. sorry, I mean, really, like, Please. aside from those two, we're on pretty yeah. much any podcasting mm. app that you might. Like, right. if you type in The Movie Men Podcast, yep. chances are we're going to come up. If we don't come up, um, mm-hmm. you can either manually input our RSS code into that app and then you'll be able to subscribe mm. to us that way. Or just let us know. Say, hey, by the way, you're not on such and such an app, and that's the app right. that I use, so get with right. it, and then Pete will, <laughs> you know, diligently we'll get, on it. get on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, please also follow, like, and subscribe on our social media uh, platforms of Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you feel so inclined, support us on Patreon. It's a way to help us cover our overhead costs and a way for you to tell us uh, what you think our entertainment is worth, whether yeah. it's worth nothing or something. And finally, send us some questions or feedback through our sending us a message on Facebook or by emailing us at all underscore the movie men podcast at gmail.com. You mean all lowercase, not all, all lowercase. What did I? Yeah. You said all oh, underscore. dang it. I, I think I've said that a few times, and people yeah, have called maybe. me on that. Yeah, I've um, sent maybe two emails in my life. So on top of that, um, mm-hmm. and maybe we're not quite ready to talk about it. But two things sure. regarding Patreon: one is the Patreon sure. tiers are are changing um, right. very soon. Um, yep. In order to put more in your hands for a heck of a lot less. Um, yeah. So basically, the the rewards that are on there are going to become cheaper, yep. and the higher priced tiers are going to have goodies beyond what anyone could ever imagine mm-hmm. we would ever be able to yeah. pull out of our 
We're, hats. we're just still working out the details of what we can legally offer or not, so we won't disturb. We won't. <laughs> what? No, we can't tell them what we're going to offer yet just because we don't want to offer what's not legally. Okay, I'm just joking. Right. Well, but yeah, we're just working yeah. out the details, and once we have that figured out, we'll tell you exactly what the higher tiers offer. But yeah, like Brady said, we want to bring goodness to you so we were doing some price to, price adjustment coming shortly also available on mm-hmm. our patreon mm. for a minimum of a dollar a month um, right even if you're just giving a dollar a month you will gain access to some bonus content um mm. which is like 20 minutes to half an hour more um, of the show that we record after the fact. Um, yeah, we talk about all sorts of stuff. We may talk more about the movie. We may dive into some movie news. We may just right. talk about life and things in general. Right. Um, what the what the meal of the day is at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Just so last, last week's bonus content, which was the first mm-hmm. week of bonus content, and this week's mm-hmm. bonus content, which is the second week of bonus content, are right. both available for free. They're available to yeah. the public. Um, go take a look on Facebook. There'll be links posted to them both there. Or check it out on our Patreon page. Um, if you like what you see, great. And like I said, for a minimum uh, of a dollar a month, you are you have access to that. And it's, it's like every episode has that. And we do like mm-hmm. four or five episodes a month. So it's like another two, two and a half hours of content a month for a dollar. Yeah. I like sure. it's that's brilliant. Anyways, one more bit of news before we jump right into it. I this is mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is groundbreaking. It's got nothing sure. to do with crazy stupid love. I just mm. feel like we can't I'm call curious. ourselves the movie men or the movie anything if this okay. happens and we don't at least um, you know, tip our right. hats to it. After Please. a long, drawn out, scary, frightening, uh, and and actually kind of ridiculous battle. <laughs> Uh, okay. It was announced this morning in mm. a press release by both Disney and Sony mm. that Spider-Man is going to remain in the MCU oh, for think. at least two films. So one more, um, one more standalone Spider-Man film in the MCU and one okay. more sort of Avengers or um, other MCU character type film where Spider-Man will feature he'll he'll pop in at some point so oh thank thank goodness yeah we were able to i mean to, that was that yeah, was uh, put, yeah. put our differences aside and yeah and do something i haven't I slept so in weeks i haven't slept in weeks unrelated so, to that news but i haven't slept in weeks okay so uh this week we we got back to our roots yeah we we, a, we let yeah we, we let did a vote people vote yeah we did a yeah. vote we let people decide what mm-hmm. um what they we brought wanted the us power, to the power to the people. Yeah, and uh, this week's category was uh, romantic comedy. Romantic comedy, and our options were the proposal, mm-hmm. uh, crazy stupid love. Yep, uh, how to lose a guy in ten days, and Hitch, I believe. Yep, and Hitch. Yes, uh, yep. you fine, lovely individuals voted, and what you voted for was crazy stupid love. So mm-hmm. we, we sat down and we watched it. And now. I mean, I'm ready to talk about it. I, you know. I'm, I'm so ready. And as can I, can I make our, our first 
that actually your Spider-Man news is actually kind of relevant to this movie because Emma Stone and Marisa Tomei, who both star in this movie, are in different Spider-Man universe movies. So you, you know, it was kind of a random tangent, but it was actually kind of related. Which so. I know I, I'm, good, good I'm making you. a connection with the Emma Stone one. What's the other one? Uh, so, so the um, Peter Parker's aunt in the Marvel Spider-Man's was the teacher that Steve Carell met. Oh, she totally is, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, but yeah. Hey, so dude, you—that was so deep that connection you made. You made you passed it off as a random tangent, but it was actually kind of yeah. setting our tone. So See, good on you. There we go. Um, yeah. I, one thing I want to say right off the bat. Sure. This film uh so we're gonna i mean we're gonna dive really heavily into some spoilers here so if you haven't mm-hmm. seen this movie go watch it right now right for two reasons one um nothing we say is going to make sense have you not, if you haven't seen the film <laughs> secondly if you haven't seen the film you are doing a huge disservice to yourself <laughs> this film is so good like, I had so much, this isn't the first time I saw it. Um, right. I, th- I think, I think maybe I saw it in the theater. Um, oh, wow. But that's like cool. eight years ago now, so mm. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. But Fair. it's, it's just so good. In my, I mean, mm. you know, that's subjective. You may hate this film. Um, of that's course. Fine. But yeah. I, I, I love this movie so much. <laughs> So I guess that skips the first question of Brady. What did you? What are your initial thoughts? Oh, it's so good, man. It's so, so good, <laughs> and it's so it's so grounded in, like as ridiculous and over the top as this movie is. Mm-hmm. It's so, um, it's so real. Like it's so grounded mm-hmm. in in possibility. Like I, I don't know. It just it's it's so down to earth um and it hits sorry go ahead i and i i want you to continue your thoughts as you say this but this i actually have a question that's relevant to this so this i would classify this movie as like a multifaceted movie with sorry multifaceted stories so there's all these different storylines would you agree absolutely and and it's a star-studded movie so would, to me, I would say so to, oh, so th- three storylines. I would say three main storylines. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, not not a limitless, but still more than one. And to me, I want you to answer to me why is this movie different than say Valentine's Day or He's Just Not That Into You? Like this is this not just a generic movie that just you have all these different faceted stories and you just hire a lot of big gun actors, throw them in a stew, mix it up and edit it. And it's in theaters. Like why, how is it different than any of those? Cause I'd classify those run of the mill movies is being very definition wise, the same as this. So how is it different? Um, well, I mean, absolutely. So I, I also adore Valentine's day. Sure. Um, and what was the other one you said? I, there's so I mean like I just used a couple, but there's a whole lot. So like he's just not that into you. 
New okay. Year's Eve. Well, so yeah, so you know. New Year's Eve, I mean, New Year's Eve is sort of a quasi-sequel to Valentine's Day. Like, it's the same right. same director, right. same concept, yep. just different actors. Um, yep. In fact, I think it's got one or two of the same actors playing different... I don't know. Mm. Anyways, um, yep. he's... Just not that into you. I haven't seen, but I would say mm. I would say that Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve, um, they do, especially New Year's Eve, really is has the same charm that this movie has. Because what's so okay. great about this movie is um, you, yeah. There's there's so many, you know. This this movie is all about different storylines. Um, and they're all romantic storylines. So they're all people mm. who, and, and there's some love triangles in this, right? Where sure. yeah. this guy likes him, but she likes that guy and like all this, you know, um, mm-hmm. sticky web of, of love. And, um, and you, much like New Year's Eve or Valentine's Day, you kind of go most of the movie thinking to yourself what has any of this got to do with each other right like, like where's the intersection yeah these are all just kind of separate stories and they're all interesting stories so it's never this jarring kind of oh god now no. we're dealing with this but um <laughs> you know it's it, there's so many different stories happening and then there's a moment at the end of of this movie um, mm. which is a little bit different than Valentine's Day. At the end of Valentine's Day, you kind of go, oh, wow, like, that's crazy. I never made that connection. That's wonderful. Oh, like, that's really, what a what a fun twist. Um, but at the end, mm. by the end of Crazy Stupid Love, it's it's got a similar effect, but the context is more, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Seriously? Yeah, and so it's 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 got the same effect where it's all these separate storylines and they all come together, um, mm-hmm. but Crazy Stupid Love does such a good job of doing it in such a crazy way, a way that's got some funny consequences to it, right? Like right. the fact that. Um, that Cal is Hannah's dad and Hannah's also dating Jacob and Jacob right. is the guy that Cal is being a mentor mentored by. Um, right. but Cal's kind of a sleazy ladies man. And so <laughs> Jacob or not Cal, Jacob is a sleazy ladies man. So Jacob mm-hmm. is the last guy that Cal, Steve Carell's character would ever want with oh, for sure. his daughter. Right. And so Heck it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's just got a fun, it's got a fun dynamic to it. So I, I'm not, I'm totally in agreement with everything you've said because I do feel like there's a distinction or a difference between like I will watch Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve and like it's a fun movie, but to me this movie's next level. Would you? And I'm assuming you'd kind of agree because you really like this movie. And, yeah, yeah, I think so. And, I, yeah, and I think the difference is this movie. To me, anyway, and it could just be perception. I I love the depth of the humans in this story that they're covering. Like, whether it's 
the heartwarming undertones of like the parents kind of undying love like the, all these gardening scenes or like calling with, when the furnace light is out and even like you even though like gosling is a bit of a womanizer they kind of peel him away a little bit and they kind of give him a bit of sincerity but everything that's done it's done in a comedic way and it's still entertaining and it doesn't get too heavy but it still does have kind of heartwarming and kind of cute elements and also as a side note like um i just used the word cute like uh steve Krell said the word cuckold isn't used anymore i feel the word cute isn't used anymore or at least not by men so i'm gonna try and bring it back oh really i use the word cute yeah, I mean, there's a bit of a stigma. I feel like some people would say, oh, you're a dude, you can't use that word. And I'd say, shut up, fool. Yeah, that's that's. Garbage. I'll use it all I want to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say, like, kind of building off what you said, there yeah. are... If you take a look at all the characters that you would consider main characters, right? Mm-hmm. So that being um, Cal... Steve Carell's mm-hmm. character, Jacob, who is Ryan Gosling's character, Emily, who Hannah. is Julianne Moore's character, Hannah, who's Emma yep. Stone's character, um, yep. Jessica, who is Analia Tipton's, Tipton's character, um, mm-hmm. Robbie, who is Jonah Bobo's character, um, yeah. and that's that's kind of the main the main crew. I would say sure. David Linhagen even though he's played by like his name is mentioned a lot and he's kind mm. of a he's kind of a big plot point he's not really yeah. in enough of the movie i feel like no. he's kind he's, of a supporting character he's he's more of a yeah. um he's plot more piece. more of a plot piece yeah for yeah. sure um but anyways if you take a look at all of those main characters mm. um not a single one of those characters are two dimensional Everyone right. has got this different motivation, different thing that they're going through. Um, sure. You know, and yeah, it's that's just true, so, actually. it's so intertwined. Like the script is so genius. Like mm. let's, let's, okay, let's break down. I want to break down the different romances that are happening here. Sure. Okay. So, or the different relationships. Yeah. Okay. So you have both both romantic and non-romantic. Both. Yeah. So you've got Steve Carell and Julianne Moore, Hal and Emily, of course, or Cal sure. and Emily have been married yep. for twenty four, twenty five years. Yep. Um, it's become really stagnant. Mm-hmm. They're kind of not all that into it anymore. Well, she's not all that into it. I don't right. think he's really having the time of his life either. But he's right. He's comfortable. He's maybe more content than yeah. she is. Um, and she drops at dinner, um, (laughs) this, this kind of bombshell saying, Hey, I want to get divorced. Um, and they've already set it up right away. Like in the theater or in the, in the theater, in the restaurant that they're sitting in on, it's like their date night. Right. They start by showing the first shots of the film are the feet of different couples having dinner. Right. right. And it's yeah. like dress shoes and pumps and high yep. heels and loafers and like all these nice people have gotten dressed up. People are making an effort right. for the right. person they're with while right. they're out on dinner. For, for a night out. For yeah. a night out. And then yeah. it cuts to Cal and Emily and he's in yeah. like New Balance sneakers. 
Oh, and, the New Balance. Yeah, and I'm not sure what she's wearing, but I think they're like maybe just flats or something. Like she's not. Yeah, I don't. She remember. hasn't put an effort in. The um, New New Balance just kind of grabs the scene there. Just oh kind yeah, of absolutely. Your eyes there. are drawn to those, and so <laughs> and like, but yeah. So there's there's that relationship. Yep. Um. So basically, they're in the middle of. A, they're separated. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're in the middle of a divorce because no legal stuff has happened, but they're they're separated. Right. They're not living They've together. Moved a, He's moved no. out. Yeah. Um then you have uh Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling. Um mm. who Ryan Gosling is kind of this ladies man. He's got a big move. He's got mm. um expensive clothes. Yep. He's got swagger. Yo, big time. He's pretty manipulative at times. Like he, some some of his things are a little bit questionable, right? Like one of his tactics is um, you offer to buy her a drink. Right. And if she says no, you buy her a drink anyways. (laughs) And so that's like a little, uh, She says no, you should not do that. Yeah. Um, so there's that relationship. There's the relationship between Cal and Jessica, the babysitter. So Jessica mm, is head yeah. over heels for Cal. Right. But Cal's son, Robbie, is head over mm. heels for, for Jessica. Right. And so that's creating kind of a, you know, point of contention. Um, yep. Hannah is mm. dating some guy. Just um, a stiff. Just a stiff. Richard, He's I think. Oblivious. Yeah. yeah like the type of guy that really honestly they could have cast James Marsden and I would have been like, yep. <laughs> yep. He's a wiener. That's the role. That's you, the, you need to acknowledge you have a personal bias against him, but that's so you, yeah, I'll, Tell me I'll right acknowledge now. Tell your me, feelings. Picture, picture the character and yes. picture James Marsden yes. playing him and tell me that it doesn't work. Mm, I'm I'm not quite there because I don't have the hatred for him that you do. So I'm going to disagree. No, but he could play that role. I, would, like he, uh, either, my my neighbor Steve, like you're, okay, yeah, fine. that argument no. has no yeah, merit. Fine, like my fine, fine. Be like my that. neighbor Steve can play the role, but like but fine, anyway. fine, fine. You know what? We're getting fine. lost. We're getting lost in the rabbit hole. Continue okay. with your points. Um, so Richard, just know that you're wrong. I think it's Richard. You're wrong. Richard's okay. dating Hannah, but Richard, Hannah's ready for a commitment. Richard right. is kind of... I'm not even... And I could be misreading it and misremembering it. I don't even know if it's just like a commitment. It's not like an ultimatum, like, you need to do this or else I'm walking away. Like, I think she just wants some reciprocation because he keeps hinting at like, ooh, I've got some big news. Like, when you graduate, I'm ready to move on with like the next step or you know what it however he yeah, phrases he's it. like he's like we're gonna have a big dinner when you, yeah. when you pass the bar test because she's studying law um right. will we're gonna have this big dinner and mm-hmm. make this you know i got a big announcement or whatever yeah and so hannah i think perception I think she just is wants, he's gonna propose yeah she's wanting just something like i want you to be at the same emotional level as me like yeah. it's and he's definitely not like he's yeah, for sure. so oblivious yeah yeah um so there's that mm-hmm. um then there's hannah and cal yep which cal or not uh cal jacob hannah and jacob emma stone and so, ryan gosling um yep. 
who Ryan Gosling comes on to Hannah in the bar um, right. earlier on in the film. And she's like, mm. well, I'm seeing someone. I'm not really interested. And he lays it on pretty thick. Um, oh, but she's like... And she she doesn't buy a... No, like, she's, she's like... She's not even... No. She's like, please. Like, seriously. Not, right. It's not going to work. But the second... Um, the second the relationship kind of fizzles out between Emma and Richard, um, or Hannah and Richard, they, mm. she like, she dumps him. Because yeah. instead of proposing, he like offers to <laughs> a, employ it's like her. A bis- yeah, it's like a business promotion. Yeah, now that you've, now right. that you're a qualified lawyer, why don't you come work for me? Like, yeah, you missed the sign, Richard. Yeah, and so she says, to hell with you, um, yeah. embarrasses him, like leaves the dinner doesn't even wait till the dinner's over she's like to hell with this boy and goes and like finds jacob at the bar where she knows he'll be right and like attack attacks his lips like a leech like she just kind of you know she calls him from across the bar she's like you and then runs over and you know plants one on him um, right. And so yeah. that relationship is birthed out of sort of this wild, raw, sexual, promiscuous kind yeah. of thing. Um, yeah. And her just just acting out. She's like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just I've had enough of this. Let's let's have a night on the town, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Which is kind of what which is kind of what Jacob's after, too. Right. Jacob's like, yeah, whatever. Um, sure. Just another girl. Uh, but then right. Jacob kind of something happens that Jacob doesn't expect. Jacob sees something in her, and mm. um, he kind of falls for her, uh, which yeah. creates an interesting dynamic for him because he doesn't know how to deal with actual human feelings. Right. He just knows yeah. how to get a girl into bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the night, like on a if you're writing down events like the night becomes a failure because he doesn't get his intended goal but they actually he they actually just end up talking and they just cultivate and develop this relationship and it's very unexpected but naturally occurring oh absolutely yeah yeah but what's funny is this changes the dynamic between cal and jacob because now even though right. Jacob has been mentoring Cal on how to pick up chicks. Well, and not even just pick up chicks, like just a general transformation or renaissance of Cal. Because Cal, like we alluded to, like he was just stagnant and how, just... How to not seem like you're middle-aged and out of time, <laughs> right? Like how to... Right. How to, yeah. Um, but now Cal is mentoring Jacob on how to actually have a relationship. Mm. Um so Un- yeah, it kind of goes not, both ways now. Not knowing that that relationship is with his daughter, um, right? Which is you know, but he gets a chance to reciprocate kind of the education. And sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's it. I think that's kind of made well. And then there's there's um, there's Emily and David Linhagen. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, D- David right. is just kind of the accountant at this the firm that mm-hmm. Emily works at, and. Yep. Um, Emily's had like so, sort of the the divorce process has birthed out of the fact that um, Emily has had an affair. She slept with David, mm-hmm. um, and now Emily is not really like it was something that she did kind of 
I think because she was lost and confused and right. was trying to sort things out, was trying to make sense yeah. of how she was feeling. Um, right. And isn't really want, like, doesn't really want to turn this into anything. Um, oh, no. But not David. At all. Like, David, she's putting stop signs all over. Yeah, but David really likes her. And David oh, yeah. is, you know, kind of yeah. this pursuing kind of, you know. There's this there's this great scene in the movie where mm. Robbie has come to visit his mom, right? He's, he's like in <laughs> oh, the yeah. office, and yep. and um, Emily leaves the room to mm-hmm. to go get something off the the copier or something. Sure. And yeah. um, <clears throat> David thinks to himself, "Okay, I'm going to take advantage of this moment to try to get a foot in the door with the kid, right? I'm gonna mm. like." Um, yeah. I'm going to appeal to him. I'm going to get the kid on my side. And sure. so D- David's like, so Robbie, I, uh, I hear that you're quite the athlete. And, mm. and Robbie just looks back at him and is like, <laughs> so David, I hear you broke up my mom and dad. I hear you broke up my parents. <laughs> and, and David just, just... kind of like pauses and Robbie's like, you are David L- Lindbergh, aren't you? And he goes, it's, Linhagen. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> do you want some do you want some lotion for that burn son? He just owns him. Yeah. No. Yeah. Can I yeah. can I say yeah. um and I have Before we this... move on from the characters, I want actually just want to reciprocate or like tell you something I affirm of what you said because sure. I've got the IMDb page of all the actors in front of me. Yep. And you made a point like I think one of you said Hi, I'm Brady, and I'm a really cool guy. And a point I like to make about this movie is every single one of these main characters are not one-dimensional. They're all two-dimensional. I'm looking at them one by one, and I'm totally in agreement with you. Like, every single one has multiple layers. And the only one, and it's for comedic value, is uh, Kevin Bacon's character, David Lindelhoff or whatever. Yeah. Like, he's he's literally the only one, and, and we've alluded to this, it's because it's on purpose. Like, he's not actually a main character. He's just a plot point. Yeah. He, he's needed for the plot. But yeah, oh, every single one of these main characters, that's I, I, very rich, and it was a good point. Yeah. Um, I, is it, the girl that plays Jessica, is it Anna, Analia Tipton? Anna Lee Tipton? Yep. Analia. Okay. Or Analia, uh, I guess, tomato, tomato. Every, well, her parents would disagree, but... Every time mm, her parents are actually, I interviewed them before the show, and they want it to be whatever the viewers decide. It's just, kind of like just, just like immediately before the show. Yeah, I was. I kind of wanted to get some, their kind of vantage point on it, just because hey, you know, your daughter was in this movie. What were your thoughts? What was your reception to it? How if you would, how would you rate her career? You know, are you proud of her? Have you disowned her? Where where do you stand on things like that? Where did they? Th- just listen to the interview when I when okay. I post. Wow, it. that's like. Yeah, I've already take, said too that's, much. That's taking initiative. That's that's fantastic. Hey, Good job, man. I take this. I take this <clears throat> job seriously. For what we get paid, I take it seriously. Yeah, that's that's okay. Um, so, <laughs> I I have felt this way every okay. time I've watched this movie. Okay. Um, and it didn't change, like it didn't change at all this time when I watched it. This girl Mm -hmm. is, she steals every scene that she's in. She is the Mm -hmm. MVP of this film. She's pretty powerful. Her portrayal of an awkward, uncomfortable in her own skin 
teenage girl mm. is yep. so spot on. Like there's a couple right. moments where she'll be like, she has she has a conversation with sort of the and this isn't like I'm not just saying this. This is you're meant to feel this way. She has a conversation sure. with the slutty girl from school, right? No, the yeah, girl that dates sure. a lot of guys, and she's kind of yeah. you know. Um, they they're purposely giving that character the persona that yeah. cliche yeah. And she like there's this where where the slutty girl's getting all excited about some, about the fact that Jessica's into an older guy. She's like, mm. oh, no way. That's so, so slutty. It's so whatever. And, and Jessica's like <laughs> in total agree. She's like going along with it until she realizes how stupid and uncomfortable she feels going along with it and then right. kind of retracts. And she just kind of like her facial expression, the amount of acting that she does without even saying anything. The same mm. thing goes when she's when she, the scene the the montage scene where she's taking the photos of herself yep. and she just like the way that she expresses that she's second guessing herself, that she doesn't right. feel confident. Um right. just comes through so incredibly and she's by oh, yeah. far my favorite part of the whole film. Also, yeah, like like in those scenes you can see like she portrays where like she's starting to have those seeds of doubt growing like when she's talking to that girl and she's like maybe i should go home and rethink my life like maybe maybe what i'm doing is the best and just like snippets like it's not overwhelming the way she's portraying it it's just i don't want to buy some death sticks (laughs) yeah there you go there's an easter egg for our fans who should stay tuned for our star wars series star wars next weekend man next sunday we've got like I mean, depending on when you're listening to this. But next right. Sunday, man, Empire Strikes... Okay, so anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Also, like, so she's going to take some... She's going to take some photos of yep. herself naked to yeah. give to Cal because yes. that's what the stupid girl at school has yeah. recommended to her. Um, right. And in fact, Cal doesn't end up with the photos. Her dad ends up with the photos. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, her mom mm-hmm. finds them in, like, her sock drawer or something. Which, sure. by the way, whose sock drawer is the bottom drawer? Hey, you know what? It it happens. No, things get filled up. No, it up. doesn't. Yeah. Sock and socks and underwear go in the top drawer. Like, what kind of psychopath? Yeah. But if you only wear like one pair of socks a month, like you don't need to reach for them every day. I you, I don't know how to. You change yours more. You change yours more often than that. In the, I go through a lot more socks in the winter. Yeah. Like two a month? Uh, I would say a minimum of two a month. Okay. Yeah, anyway, probably at least. Yeah. Um, so this drawer, this drawer fact bothered you? Okay. No, well, that's so that bothers me. What really sure. gets me though, the only moment in this film where I'm like, "Whoa, hang on," <laughs> is the fact that what she decides to ultimately do with these pictures at the end of the film is give them to Robbie who's just graduating grade eight. And would you say that, um, like, Jessica must be 17? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So She's so high school age, yeah. There's quite an age to... Anyways, I just, like... I think it's worth mentioning that... There are like criminal charges 
associated with what she did. Yeah, like they're just as just as inappropriate as it was if they had been exchanged between her and like a forty year old man. Is it just it's just as inappropriate as her to like a public school kid? Right. See, but that still would have been no. Yeah, because she's not. She's probably not eighteen. It still would have been illegal. Mm, I Um, guess I don't know. But like, how old are you in grade eight? Uh, so I was nineteen, no, twenty years old, in grade eight. But I was uh, no. Uh, what? So it's usually the grade plus five years. So I was like twelve or thirteen, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So right? under fourteen. Yep. Yeah. So fourteen's kind of that age. Yep. Um, like the consent age is fourteen. Sure. So yeah, that's. I don't know. I. I I agree. It's kind of like overlooked at the end. It's kind of like a funny, whimsy moment, but it truly is at least borderline inappropriate, if not inappropriate. It's, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's it's weird. Yeah, blows my mind. So, anyways, mm-hmm. that's you know. Um, yeah. Do you have trivia? I feel like I'm not going to be any good at the trivia for this. I I hope so. I, I, my, I there's no greater joy than stumping you in a movie trivia question. Just because like I know the film, I've seen the film mm-hmm. a couple of times. Sure. But I don't I don't know a lot yeah. about Steve like I've seen a lot of Steve Carell movies. I don't sure. know a lot about Steve Carell. I don't know a lot about Kevin Bacon. I don't know a lot about mm. Julianne Moore and so I just feel like yeah. I don't even know who directed this film. Oh, right? I so don't I'm have like, a clue. Yeah. yeah. So, well, anyways. let's so I've got five questions, maybe six. One, like one, is such an impossible question that I'm wondering if I'll just tell you it. I'm not sure how much I want to make you suffer yet. No, make me suffer. Come on. Okay, you're not going to get it. Like I will put money down on this. Okay, how much? Yeah. Uh, let's put a dollar. All right. Yeah. That's kind Are of. Are you game that's... for such high stakes? Yeah, I mean, I think you're a bit of a coward, but. Okay. I'll go for it. Hey. Yeah. All right. What is Julianne Moore's role at her workplace? So Emily Weaver's character. Right. Is this a multiple choice? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so she is this the one that is this for, the one that the dollar's on? Yeah, I'm. I'm actually not going to make this a question just because no, no, it's no, so hang impossible. On, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Hang for on. for the benefit of our listeners, I'm probably going to give you like 20 seconds, and if you don't have an answer, then I'm just going to tell you what it is. Okay. Um, and I'll let you keep your dollar. I'll let you oh, keep your no, dollar because no, no. it's on, it's farcical. Hang on. I'll give you. I'll give you a. There's. It's a gag. Like it's kind of like an Easter egg. What it is. And it's in relation to another actor that she's co-starring with. Um, specifically for those Office fans out there, it's in relation to Steve Carell. Oh. Yeah. So I, I'm probably going to tell you just because I know you don't, you're not really an Office person, so you probably won't know the answer to this. Okay. So her, her job was associate to the vice president and not just associate vice president. And that's an Easter egg to Dwight Schrute being the assistant to the regional manager in the office instead of the assistant regional manager to Steve Carell. Because I haven't watched The Office, 
Yeah. I don't find that fascinating at all. <laughs> and that's, I mean, never, I never would have noticed it. It's very subtle. Like, I had to pause the TV and look, squint at it. It's only because I found it online. What is it? It's like written, she's got like a, a plaque on her desk or something. Tag plaque or what have you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so now let's get into the fun trivia. That's just an office Easter egg there. So, question number one. What is the age difference between Emma Stone and Annalee Tipton, or the characters of Hannah and Jessica? Hmm. And as a point of reference, the characters themselves in this movie, Hannah is supposed to be around 24, 25. Jessica is supposed to be around 17. We kind of said that earlier. Okay, so the age difference? Yeah, between the two of them. Um... I'm going to guess mm-hmm. they're supposed to be how far apart in the movie? They're supposed to be like eight years different? Yeah, something. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, I'm going to say... Oh, see, I don't know. I don't know Tipton from anything else. I don't know anything else mm. that she's been in. Um, I don't even know how old Emma Stone is now. I'm going yeah. I'm going to say that okay. they are I'm going to say they're the same age. I'm going to say that this was one of those it's like Greece where the mm. age the age of the actress doesn't matter and mm. we're going to um you know we're going to play with your minds. Yeah, maybe so maybe Tipton's yeah. just one of those deceivingly young looking people. I don't know. Mm. So, uh they were both born in 1988 and they're three days older than the a- emma stone is three days older than three days yep wow okay that's yep. that's mm-hmm. closer i my guess was yeah. that it was close my guess isn't yeah. that it was that close right right okay second question what was one of the working titles for this film early on a title which steve carell preferred to the eventual name of the movie. Oh. I'll give you three I'll give you three choices. I think I do know okay. this one. Okay. Okay. The first is Love's Second Chance. The second is The Wingman. The third, Never Use a Straw. Hmm. Um What were the options again? What was the Love's first se- option? Love's second chance. Love's second chance. The wingman. That, that would be a great name. Never use a straw. The wingman, I feel like, is not. A, it's not on. It's not. It doesn't really, kind of encompass enough of the well it doesn't it doesn't mm. encompass enough of what the movie's actually about right um but it is a great title never use a straw i feel like is a really funny title but i feel like that's not it mm. um so it's between either the wingman or love's second chance what i'm gonna force you to say what say you I'm going to go with what? the I'm going to go with the wingman just because it's a funnier title and Steve Carell is a comedian. <laughs> so that is correct. And I am 2 for 2. 
You're you're pretty good. Steve Carell said he preferred that, and he hated the title of the film because he couldn't imagine a group of college guys saying five tickets to Crazy Stupid Love, please." So he preferred the Wingman because he felt, although it was more boring, it more accurately described the plot. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, little Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling question here. Okay. How many movies have Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone appeared as a couple? Um, and can you name them all? Um, I can think of three. Okay. I'm trying to quickly think if maybe there's a fourth. Um, okay. Why don't you name them and I'll tell you, them, tell you if you're right or not. Okay. So Crazy Stupid Love. Okay. One. Uh, Gangster Squad, two, and La La Land. That's all three of them. That's right. it. Look at that! Yeah. Wow, you're you're good. I knew more than I, I thought I knew. I don't think think they emailed you the answers beforehand. Do you? No, no. And and when when should we start recording? Also that is <laughs> also that is the only email that's ever come to our email. That's not true. Actually, someone that's not have, true. People have voted via email, so that's impressive. Exactly. Yeah, we, we want to hear from you guys. Um, I've got one okay. last question. Okay. Uh, this film has five Oscar nominees. Can you list them? Oh, gosh. Um, mm. Has five? Yeah. Like five different nominations? Like five different people who in their lives have been nominated for an Oscar. Oh, Okay. And we can do like a rapid fire. Don't don't worry about like ooh, I don't want to guess one that's wrong. Just just spew out names and I'll just be like right or wrong. Okay, I'm gonna go with Julianne Moore. Bang, that's correct for one. Um, Steve Carell. Bang for two. Uh, so those are kind of the two biggest. Um, mm. Hmm. I. This isn't a guess. My my intuition sure. would say that Kevin Bacon should be on that list, but okay, okay. I also feel like maybe Kevin Bacon has been not snubbed, but like Kevin Bacon's he's been, he's Kevin been Bacon's, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's been Leonardo DiCaprio. No, not even like Kevin Bacon's. Kevin Bacon is in a shit ton of stuff, but I, <laughs> I like. <laughs> You know, but it's like tremors, and right and R.I.P.D. Right. and oh, ugh. um, you know. So I'm just yeah. like, has he is he Oscar worthy? Mm. Um, so I'm gonna skip over him for now. I'm gonna say, sure. I'm gonna say Emma Stone, bang for three. I'm gonna say Ryan Gosling, bang for four. Hmm, so close. Hang One on, more. I, I got to look at the list of actors. Do you like bacon? Are you, you going to go with no, bacon? No, I don't. It's, uh. No, I'll let you look at the list. I mean, I can even list. I can even recite some. I'm going to go. Right no, I'm going to. I'm going to take the. I'm going to take an oddball choice, and I'm going to go with Marissa Tomei. Um, and cool. I'm going to say because the only reason I'm going to say that is because she was in a. Uh, she was in a movie called My Cousin Vinny. Um, oh, I've heard of it. That I think did really, really well. Oh, okay. 
Well, you're correct. I don't know the answer of which one she was nominated for, okay. but those were the five. You, okay. Mercy Tomey was the fifth. Sweet. Do you know, there are, there were three winners. Julianne Moore has won, Emma Stone has won, and Marisa Tomei has actually won. Oh, wow. So, of those five, the three were winners. Wow, that's so. That's very impressive. Mm-hmm. I because I don't I don't see her as that big of an actress, but no, I mean, maybe that, she is. But yeah, I, I guess I'm looking her know. up now. She has won. Holy crap! She's <laughs> she's won one Oscar. Sure. Um, she's won 26 awards overall, and she's been nominated for 52. So this includes oh like Academy Awards. So she's had two. Um, yeah. So the winner was for my cousin Vinny. She's had oh, okay. two other Academy Award nominations. She's had two mm. Golden Globes, uh, BAFTA, Alliance of Women Film Journalists, American Comedian Awards, like mm. a bunch of things that no one's ever heard of. But sure. Daytime Emmy, um, Golden Awards, yeah, MTV Movie TV Awards, back when MTV existed. Um, oh yes yeah member you member back in the day i member screen actors guild awards so anyways um <laughs> she's yeah she's done some stuff yeah so the <laughs> scene the scene in this movie mm-hmm. like the the backyard scene with everybody yep kind of culminating it, scene where it's yeah where it's revealed how all of our stories intertwine Right. I will go on record okay. saying that it's probably in the top five movie scenes, entertaining movie scenes that I've ever seen. It's it so is. it's so good. Like yeah. just the right. rapid fire back and forth dialogue. And my favorites right. my fa- favorite moment from this movie, and mm. I quote I quote this all the time. Is sure. when David Linhagen shows up, mm. and he says, "I am, you know, I'm David Linhagen," and um, <laughs> and uh, Bernie, who's like the the balding Jessica's dad, right, is like with the flames coming from his like ears. Yeah, he's like David Linhagen, and Steve yeah. Carell's like David Linhagen, and <laughs> Russ and Ryan Gosling is like, yeah, David Linhagen. Yeah. Okay. And he like mm-hmm. takes his ring off. Yeah. <laughs> and and walks out of frame. And then like the next a true wing yeah, man. And then the next shot is just Kevin Bacon saying, "Have I come at a bad time?" Boom. <laughs> and he just gets punched in the face. It's so good because it's like mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling, Jacob has never met David Linhagen. Didn't let, right. D- David Linhagen has never done anything to no. Jacob. No. But Jacob, even though he's such a scummy guy when it comes to women, or has been historically up until this point, um, right. he, he he sticks up for his friends. He considers Cal a friend at this point. Um, oh, for sure. And... Yeah. And they've, you know, yeah, so, and there's so and many, matured. there's so many layers here because mm. now not only is this the guy that split up his friend from mm. his wife, yep, this is the guy that split up his girlfriend's parents, right, right. Yeah. So there's there's yep. so like he just fundamentally sees this guy 
as a no do-gooder. Mm. Right. You you are the epitome of evil. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I would, was that directed personally to me, or is that? Well, you and David, but more okay. so David in this. I am I am okay being in the same category as Kevin Bacon. That's uh, <laughs> man. You know, yeah. That's living the dream right there. Yeah. Do you have? Uh, do you have anything else? Two quick things that I want. Well, actually, three. One. I loved those slow motion musical shots with Ryan Gosling, just with like his like just the wind blowing and just like the way just they were portraying him. I just thought it was hilarious. But I want to have moments of silence for two things in particular. One, a moment of silence for any of our listeners who have Velcro wallets. And two, um, obviously the focal point of the parent-child relationship was with Steve Carell and his son. And I want to have a moment of silence for for the poor, like, young daughter who is literally there just for a plot point and, like, had zero, zero, zero human emotional connection with Steve Carell in this movie. I think she's like, she was got, just there. She's maybe got two like, lines overall. Yeah, like, she's there just so that there can be a babysitter. That That's it. Yeah, because otherwise he's probably old enough to oh, yeah. just hang out for on sure. his own. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's it. That was two things. I thought you had three. Oh, yeah. the wallet and the, you know. Yeah. The wallet, okay. the girl, and Ryan Gosling's <sighs> shots. Yeah. So, Brady, what what did you perceive with your eyes on a television screen this week? Wait, what, what are you asking me, Pete? Are you, what? I, what? You've, you've never asked me that before. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel like I feel like I do all the... I always ask you. Nobody, nobody's how ever do, cared. How does it feel when the tables are turned? Wow, I don't really like it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. This week I watched mm-hmm. uh, Aquaman. Oh, cool. Um, actually, I guess I should start with I watched the Kindergarten Teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Kindergarten what, Teacher. What uh, did you think? Did, yeah. It was good. It was good. I don't like Maggie Gyllenhaal as an yeah, actress. I don't like. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't. I've really only ever seen her in The Dark Knight, and I didn't like her in Dark Knight. I'd say um, the same for me. Yeah. And I thought maybe it was just the Dark Knight performance that I didn't like. It turns right. out I don't like Maggie Gyllenhaal as an actress. Um, right. And it was unfair to her because, like, it went from um, who's that chick that married Tom Cruise. Uh, Katie Holmes. Yeah, so it went from like Katie Holmes to someone else. So I was like, maybe it's just because it's like the non-continuity thing. Uh, but obviously, maybe it's a bit of the Jill, like her specifically that yeah, isn't I, the best. I, yeah. I think that's it. I mean, I, I like yeah. the rest of the film. Um, <laughs> I like the plot. I yeah. liked it's 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 not, um, you know, it's more of an indie movie. It felt like. Yes. To me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but it was good, you know. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. It it's it's a story. It is a yes. you know. It's not an action movie. It's not no. really a comedy. There's a couple funny moments, but it's not really a comedy. No. Um, there's there's I think there's funny moments just because, um, because that's real life. Like life is sometimes yeah. there's humor in life. Um, yeah. but it wasn't the fi- yeah. the point of the film wasn't to make you laugh. Um, no. and um, yeah. No, I uh. I, I liked it. Yeah. Um, it 
when I when I recommended or when I saw the trailer and then eventually recommended it to believe it or not I I didn't like it because I thought it was the way the trailer made it look I thought it was going to be actually more risque and more adventurous than it was but I just thought it was interesting like this woman just has so much passion for like protecting this creative mind and molding it and protecting this mind from like the uncreative world that she's haunted by it's a pretty and, it's a pretty subdued movie yeah and just that ending scene where the boy then is just alone and there will be no one to support him and nurture him and help him develop his talents like he's in the car and he's like i have a poem and no one is listening to him yeah. and at that point i'm like oh dear that part really obviously what hit yeah, home like, and took oh, me back yeah like obviously what she did was not the right thing but her intentions were right yeah uh so yeah i also watched aquaman yeah how was that um i liked it it was good it was good right but but it if it fell in the same category that a lot of the other dceu films have this so this was my first time watching it um okay and it fell into the category that a lot of the other dceu films have which is that it's just so CGI heavy. Oh. And it's good okay. it's good CGI. Sure. Um but it's just very CGI heavy. The story's good though. I didn't I had no idea that Nicole Kidman's in it. Mm, okay. So, so that was oh, interesting. I didn't even know that. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good. It's it, it's good. It's not people raved about Aquaman. Um mm, and okay. I don't I I don't see that. I don't, you know. Um, then I watched, to follow up, having watched Aquaman, I watched Shazam. Oh. Um, and? Same thing. You know, yeah. I, it was funny. Yeah. Um, because of the actor that plays Shazam, that sure. is um, Zachary Levi, I think. Mm, yep. yep. Um, he's a, he's, you know inherently a comedic actor it also has um jack dylan grazer in it hmm. who plays eddie in the new it films um and i oh. really really like him as an actor and so yeah. that um i think he's i think he's got quite a career ahead of him um hmm. and so that brought the film up a couple notches for me but again i you know i Take it or leave it. It was good, but it wasn't. Yeah, you know, it wasn't amazing. Um, right. And then I finished off my week by watching Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh, right on. Yeah, I love that movie. It's so good. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. And I, I, I have to tell you, it was when I watched it, I enjoyed it, but it was bitter. Cool. But it was bittersweet because I watched Just, it and I'm like, wow, but that's like it's done now though oh right? before because he watched it before the news yeah oh yeah so i watched it and i was like okay well um the problem here inherently <laughs> is that um john yeah well yeah that well i mean sony was still going to you be allowed to use tom holland it wasn't like they were going to have to reboot oh, it right okay because okay. it's still belong it's it's sony's thing but the problem is right is marvel they would never be able to mention spider-man or any of the events involving spider-man in the oh. in the mcu moving forward 
Sure. Yeah. Likewise, mm-hmm. Spider-Man in the Spider-Man universe, they could never mention Tony Stark or Happy mm-hmm. Hogan or which yep. is which is so tough because Tony has become is such a, a an integral part of who this Spider-Man Oh, very much. Is. They've, right? they've almost been attached at the hip as far as just yeah plot, I mean and they I, so they, they still could have done it they would probably would have done a spider-man movie that was a crossover between um, mm. that and Tom Hardy's venom um, yeah. and the Morbius film that they have coming out um, hmm. and they still would have been able to spoilers for spider-man far, far from home they still mm. would have been able to um, carry on the oh shit, now everyone knows who Spider-Man is, plot point. Um, mm-hmm. But it just wouldn't have been within the confines of the MCU. So, you know, it just right. loses kind of that. What did you let's watch, just, Pete? Well, uh, let's just think our lucky stars. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Well, yeah. Not for another two years. So the next yeah, okay. the next Spider-Man movie um, is coming out. They, their release date that they've announced for it is July uh, 2021. Mm. So soon, yeah, like less than two mm. years, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm guessing that the deal they came to was kind of under the condition that okay, but then that's it. So sure. I think in two yeah. years' time we'll still be dealing with all of this all over again. Mm. But so we'll we're ha- just punting, we'll have to wait and see. punting punting it into the future. Our problems, yeah. yeah. But yeah. what did you watch, my um, cinematic? So- Comrade, <laughs> comradre, is so, that com- compadre? Comp- compadre, companion. Oh, I yeah. need to stop. I might be wrong. Drinking. Don't don't assume I'm always right. Okay, I I don't or, or assume I don't mind. No, I don't. I don't assume that. So so I watched a movie you recommended, the 1992 Robin Williams Toys. Robin Williams, Joan Cusack. Yeah. 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 Have you? So, so did you grow up with this movie, or is this just something you stumbled upon? Um. I the first time I saw it was at as as a kid, um, oh, cool. but it wasn't like, and I think we owned it, but it oh, it's, cool. it certainly wasn't a go to, like it wasn't mm. it wasn't something mm. I watched often, right? But but anytime I have watched it, it's been because yep. I'm like, man, I haven't watched that in a long time. I should really, I should right. really watch that again. I should right. really give that. I'm like that way with Hook, right? <laughs> Where I'm like, right. I love yep. Hook. Yeah, but but it's not my go-to. But every like eight years or so, I go, man, I should watch Hook because I don't really remember <laughs> everything about it. Right. But so so um, I may have found a movie actually that was worse than The Jerk. Wow, you really didn't like it. It's it's it, it honestly super it made abstract. me long. It made me long for the days of The Jerk. It's it's super abstract. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that. It was very slapstick. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess it's, it's very like it's. Maybe I watched you, it too late in life. You really have to. Um, you really have to assume sort of a a, a different, like it it doesn't exist in our reality. Oh oh no, for sure. Right? And it's not just the realism that that sunk it for me, but. I I'm sad to say I there's a reason this movie got thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I was just about to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean during the opening credit scene, I was like, "What the heck do you are you making me watch?" 
Yeah. But I, I guess my only flaws with it are, so I would just classify this as a Robin Williams kind of children named innocence kind of genre. And there are just so many more movies of his that I think are just so superior that like Hook, for example, or Mrs. Doubtfire, Patch Ooh. Adams, whatever. Oh, definitely. L- list the movie that I'm like, does this need to exist in our universe? And just for me personally, maybe not. For other people, that's their opinion. But I I gave it a 3.3 out of 10. So it's in the, I guess, if there's no Wi-Fi at the cottage category. And there's and it's on VHS in the, the cottage I'm renting. I'd maybe I'm, consider watching I'm it. I'm pretty sure the first time I watched it was on VHS at our family cottage. Where, where there's there was no internet there was no cable there was no whatever so, so much irony that's awesome yeah. that's um, so cool. to validate your opinion the okay. movie had a budget of 50 million yep and the box office was 22.3 million so it lost oh i saw a that good chunk of change right right and i mean i guess it's one redeeming like the silver lining is there like i can't think of a time where I watch Robin Williams himself and be like, <clears throat> I'm annoyed with watching him. Like he is so exuberant. Like you just, his joy just leaks out of him. And he was such an, an amazing entertainer and very talented. And for that alone, it was fun to watch him just perform another role. Although I didn't enjoy the movie. I still appreciate him. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so what do you, what, am i watching this week and i'm trying to decide what to tell you to watch um uh well i'm i'm gonna get you to watch aquaman cool i that's on my to-do list because i I because i know you've already seen far from home because we reviewed it on the channel yep um Mm -hmm. yep and if you haven't seen i mean you don't you really don't need to see aquaman before seeing shazam but Okay. I'm a I like my I don't know, my OCD or something. I'm a completist where I'm like it's still in the same universe and this came before that, so watch it in timeline sure. order. Yep. Um my recommendation to you, I, it's a bit of a bottom of the barrel scraper, so oh. I apologize. Just cuz the one movie that I enjoyed, <clears throat> I seriously don't think you want to watch. It's like a two and a half hour movie in Italian with subtitles. Okay. So I'm not I'm not sure if you, like it's a movie you'd be feeling. Probably not, but yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a couple of options that I watched this week, and I'm gonna start with one. And then, if you haven't seen it, I'll move on. Have you seen Independence Day? Yes, long time ago, long, long <sighs> time ago. Like I, okay. like I well, don't really remember it. So would would you feel comfortable if that was my recommendation to you, or should I pick something else? I would feel comfortable. I, I, the extent of what I know about Independence Day is. Yep. Uh, Will Smith, yep. Jeff Goldblum, yep. Aliens are coming, and we have to do something to stop it. Or aliens are here, right. and so we've yep. come up with a plan. But that plan involves flying something up. Yep. In, in, in basically gonna, involves boarding their ship, and that's kind of the extent sure. of it. Sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna just make that my recommendation, and have you watch it through the world or the through the lenses of your adult mind now and okay. uh that's my recommendation i look forward to that because i've been wanting to watch yeah. the sequel um and right. so 
but I'm like, well, I don't remember the original though, so I got to go back right. and rewatch the original. So that will actually um, open up the possibility for me to watch the sequel. And, and I'll say this: I have never really been inclined to watch this movie, and that's why it's been like 20 years since, and I still hadn't seen it. And one night, it was literally on TV on the satellite, and I caught it like the first 10 minutes of it, and it just kind of got me hooked and i actually like sat through it and like sat through commercials to watch it and it was kind of like that jeff goldblum just kind of hooked me in and i was like i kind of really am inclined like i'm intrigued now so jeff goldblum does that he does that like he's kind of in the he is definitely in the you uh you and mcgregor category of like if there was a movie of jeff goldblum at a farmer's market like comparing beats between a couple different farmers and he's like oh i think i'm gonna go for this or this like i would watch like a 30 minute documentary on him beat shopping at a farmer's market just because it's <laughs> jeff goldblum and the commentary he'd have on it and just the interaction with the farmers with their produce i'd i i would support that on patreon i'm not gonna lie wow that's okay so if anyone out and if our creative listeners have any pull just get on it and that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, I'm I'm glad. <laughs> well, should we wrap things up? That's it. That's okay. Hey, you didn't watch I, I anything else this week? Um, I watched National Treasure two. So I watched yeah. this. I watched this really like I watched this Italian movie that was like two and a half hours in um, uh, subtitles, and it was really good. It was an interesting movie that a future guest of ours, Jesse, recommended to me. Um, and I also watched National Treasure 2, and it didn't really hold up as much as I remembered it. But It's not as it's good still, as the first one. The first one is no. so good. The second one's well, serviceable. Yeah, I, I, and I, I'm still in the same camp with you, Brady. Like, I'll sit on that bus that rides to the, the National Treasure movies. Like, if they made seven in a row, I'd still go see them. Because even if they're not as good as the first one, they're still an entertaining ride. But there were just some kind of cornball moments with National Treasure 2 that I just kind of raised an eyebrow. And I'm like, really? Like, this this is kind of weak or this is kind of far-fetched. Sure. And I just didn't buy it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have a shout-out? I I have a shout-out. So if you don't have a shout-out, then it's fine that you've dropped the ball. We could do a simultaneous shout-out. I don't think Like, you do one and I do one? Okay. That's not what simultaneous means. Uh, we could do a concurrent okay. shout out. All right. We could do just we could do a shout out. We there are no limitations to the shout out. It has okay. no bounds. All right. All right. Calm down. So my shout out <laughs> uh, is for my cousin. Oh, nice. Meyer. I have a cousin too. Yeah. You have a cousin oh. Meyer. Not a cousin Meyer. Oh, okay. So my cousin. Uh, I haven't seen her in like six hundred and four years. Um, but, uh, we were chatting the other day and she's like, oh, I should check out your show. And I sent her the link. She, he or she should. She, yeah, she, she, uh, and I don't know if she did check it out or not, but, Mm. um, you know, if she didn't, then she's dead Mm. to me. And if she, (laughs) and if she did, then that's amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very grateful. Hop, hop on this bus, Meyer. Join join the ride. We we want you to come along with us. Yeah, it's a dangerous ride. We don't have 
brakes or insurance, but that's that's overrated. Really, besides the point. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my shout out is to Matthew McLennan uh, because he 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 planted that seed in me to bring back the word cute. And specifically because it can be used as an insult or a compliment. So if someone says something that irks you, like uh, like they're kind of bragging or showboating in front of you, you can be like, that's cute. And it's kind of like demeaning. And it's like, oh, back off. Or it can be like a, sin- a sincere gesture of like, hey, that shirt's really cute. I like the message that's on it. Way well, to go. Th- thanks. Thanks, Matthew. I th- we think you're cute. Oh, way to go. Brady, way to use that word. I'm so happy right that's- now. So great, yeah. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna we sh- I'm gonna end this with my uh, yeah my favorite quote from Crazy Stupid Love. Mm, I'm intrigued. And so, until next time, I wouldn't touch you if my life depended on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hurt. Did I hurt your feelings? A little bit. Okay. Well, that's that's cute. <laughs>